everyone remain calm. Yeah, ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. And later there's running and screaming. Somebody talk to me, what is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. You're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. You want to consult here or in my bungalow? <laughs> Hold on to your butt. Well, we're back. Hello, and welcome to the 21st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we have some news. A raptor interview from sciencefiction.com. Jennifer Tarek will also join me in the visitor center to discuss her Claire Deering cosplay. And we have some cosplay advice from Jurassic Park ACI. Now, Halloween is getting close. So with the next two episodes, we hope to prepare you for a great Jurassic Halloween. We'll help you pick out the best costume and maybe turn you into a Jurassic Park cosplayer. But before all that, why don't we start off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world? Eighteen minutes and your company catches up on ten years of research. Access rate program. Access security. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head been right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. Items from the late Sir Richard Attenborough's life are being auctioned off. His family has begun to auction off film memorabilia and household items that he had collected. Pictures, chests, tables, attire, and other props are expected to be auctioned off this week and is also expected to cash in for more than £500,000. There are so many great artifacts from his life being auctioned off, and it's very sad, actually, if you think about it. But it will certainly make collectors around the world very happy. Now, the item of note here is the prop amber cane, similar to the one he used in Jurassic Park. And no, it's not the original cane, but a prop replica that he kept around his office. It's certainly a piece of interest, but it won't fetch the amounts it would have if it was a screen-used cane. Good luck to everyone bidding. It is a sad thought, but hopefully they go to people who care about the late actor and his amazing career. You'll find a link to the auction in our show notes. In Katona, New York, the Lasden Park and Arboretum is holding all kinds of Halloween festivities. The park will have a bunch of dinosaur exhibits, a 3D kids movie called Rexy the Dinosaur, a train ride through a Jurassic World of Dinosaurs, and a prehistoric-themed costume party. Now, the costume party is on Friday, October 30th, and the other exhibits will take place on Saturdays and Sundays, October 24th, 25th, and uh, the 31st and November 1st. Now, this sounds like it's a great event for kids and adults alike. So make sure to go check out our show notes for a link to more information. This one comes from the arshcenter.org in Miami. On October 25th, the center will feature a free 90-minute spooky concert. I'll read the info straight from the website. The Spooky Symphony is a free Halloween family concert featuring the most beautiful scary music you've ever heard. Performed by the Greater Miami Youth Symphony and the Alhambra Orchestra. The program will include thrilling excerpts from Jurassic Park, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Batman the Dark Knight, 
and other Halloween favorites, and a variety of classical selections. Additional concert highlights include a multimedia presentation. Kids are encouraged to dress in their best Halloween costumes to enhance the supernatural experience. Now this sounds like an awesome event, and I'm sure the atmosphere will be great with the kids dressed in the costumes and the great music being played. Check out a link for more information in our show notes. to Jordan from sciencefiction.com because we wanted to play for you his great interview with Zulu the Raptor. He gave us the go-ahead, so take a listen to his chat with Zulu, who is roaming around New York Comic Con. Hey, this is Jordan for sciencefiction.com here with Zulu the Velociraptor. Zulu, first, the big question on everyone's mind, who are you wearing today? I see. So, with Jurassic World being one of the biggest movies of the year and one of the most beloved franchises in the city of history, how does it feel to be a part of one of the biggest movies ever? Yeah? Oh, how was it? I see. How was, uh, how was working with Chris Pratt? So you're not, you're not a fan? So, if you could eat one member of the Jurassic World cast, who would you eat? Hey, hey. I'm watching you. Right now, you're here. You're here. I need you down here. You're here. I need you down here. Now, now Zulu, did you, uh, did you have to stick to a strict dietary and training regimen for the film? Awesome interview, Jordan. Zulu gave you some really seriously in-depth information regarding Jurassic World. So everyone, go take a look at our show notes for the link to the article on sciencefiction.com. Also give Jordan a follow over on Twitter, at Jordanus underscore prime. Thanks, Jordan. This is Tom. This is Jake. And this is Travis. And we are... 
the Drunken Dork Podcast. Tune in every week and listen to us discuss the finer points on superheroes, the latest pop culture news, as well as all of our favorite moves. You can listen to us on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, or the Stitcher app for Android. And be sure to catch up on all of our episodes by visiting us over at www.drunkendorkpodcast.wordpress.com. And remember, folks, you have one liver. Ruin it well. Let's open up the doors to the Visitor Center, where Jennifer Tarek instructs you on how to cosplay as Claire Deering. So this week I brought in Jennifer Tarek again to discuss, you know, Claire's cosplay. And we noticed that that's something you're really into, so... So what got you into doing that cosplay for Claire specifically? Well, let me start by saying I have never cosplayed in my life. <laughs> I never thought about doing it. It's even weird to say that I'm, I have that stuff now because it never crossed my mind. But one of the times I saw the movie, I don't even know, it might have been the fourth time, and I just love it so much, as everyone listening knows, it's, so great and I'm thinking how I want to be in that world it was so good that it pulled me in so much so I'm thinking I want to be in that world I want to do that I want to just do something big like that and a friend of mine who I went to see it with she does the Doctor Who things and the Star Trek things and she goes to the conventions and she said hey why don't why don't you do this and it never even crossed my mind I I never I looked at people who've done it before and I'm thinking wow that's so not me and she said, it's like you're in it. People, it's just like you're in it and people dress you as such. And it's, it's amazing. You're in this world. And I thought, well, okay, maybe I'll buy one thing. And then if I don't, I just wear it to something else. Like, I don't, a party yeah. or whatever. And then I'm like, well, this is on sale. So I'm going to buy this too, just to have it. And then <laughs> before I know it, my whole closet, I've, I, it's done. I got everything. I got every. I got the whole Claire thing, and I'm like, wow. I don't remember that happening. It's <laughs> just yeah. one item at a time. And I'm kind of a perfectionist, so when I go and pick out these things, I'm not just gonna pick a white shirt. No, 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 no. I need to. It needs to be screen accurate. I don't want no pockets. Like, it has <laughs> to be. It has to be accurate because I'm. I'm OCD that way. But I don't know. It just snowballed, and it's even weird for you to have me on this podcast on cosplaying because I'm not one of I I'm not experienced I know nothing about this so that's kind of yeah well even surreal to be on this <laughs> well the good thing is you know Halloween's coming up and people are going to be looking to dress up as you know different characters from Jurassic Park Jurassic World and you know you've got some experience here with finding the screen accurate costumes and like you said not everybody is going to have all those those options to, to pick all that thing. You know, they'll just maybe go to a party city or something like that and just pick out, you know, the generic one. But if they want some kind of instruction as to the screen-accurate ones, we've got you here, and you know what you're doing, right? Um, we'll see. <laughs> so, you have, basically, you have two options for Claire. You have Battle Claire, or you have Pre-Battle Claire. And... With the pre-battle, Claire, I cannot find a belt 
worth anything. I can even other cosplayers that I've seen, their belts it's impossible. That belt doesn't exist. I oh, swear really? it was custom made. Like that you can get kind of close, but it's not even I'd say sixty percent accuracy is the best you could do on the belt. So hmm. good luck on the belt. I that's why I gave up even on that version because the, the belt was just bothering me. And the shirt's even really hard because they all have pockets in the front. And hmm. the ones that don't have pockets, the, the sleeves are really tight. So it's really, or they're not long enough. The shirt's not long enough or it doesn't have the slits on the side. So that's really hard. I, I can't speak to that one. But So I went to Battle Claire instead because I figure it's easier. It's two less pieces I have to worry about. So um, we'll start with, I guess, the skirt itself was a cheap skirt on eBay. The skirt's not a big deal because they all look the same. So that, that's not even hard. It was just probably from China or something that yeah. got on eBay. I don't even know. It's not even a brand. It's probably in Chinese. So that that was just eBay. Again, the shirt, a cheap eBay thing because it's, it's just going to tie around my waist anyways. I just looked for long sleeves. Anything that has super long sleeves that will tie nicely and white. I, I didn't care if it had pockets, but I avoided the pockets because that, that bothers me. But I did just something to tie around the waist. That's easy. The hard part is finding the shoes because the, the real brand is what Sam Edelman nude pumps. They're the official shoes mm-hmm. and they go for about a hundred dollars. I know, but I did this thing called Poshmark, which is a shoe trading site. I mean, you can go on eBay and kind of find them for maybe 50. I got them for about 40. For a girl who's like, I mean, my sister wore them for her wedding and doesn't want them anymore. And I'm thinking, do you not know what shoes you have? <laughs> what are do you, you not doing? Know what they've been through? I know. And they're like brand new. And I'm like, oh man, I gotta get these. And they have the silver, um, shiny part around the base of the heel. Okay. So that's how you know they're, and they have the snake skin on the back. So that's yeah, so too, there's There's little yeah. details that people don't know to look out for when picking out these certain you know, pieces right. of attire. And there's also two kinds. There's the the shiny, the patent leather, is it? And then the, I don't even know what they're, what they're called. The other kind. <laughs> Not the shiny ones, the other kind. Um, you don't want the shiny ones. You want the other kind. And then the you, you want the gold piece on the back, and then you want the snakeskin on the heel. That That's a Claire shoe. And they're the Sam Edelman nude pumps, and I got them on Poshmark through trading. Um... The tank top is H&M. It's a perfect tank top. It's uh, the light purple jersey tank. It's as accurate as out there. And it's like 10 bucks. It's super cheap. And nice. you can even find it. It's, I bought it was on sale. It was like $5. <laughs> and they're, they're still in stock. You can still buy them. Um, the most important thing, which my, is my favorite thing, is the necklace, which I wear like every day, even when I don't, I don't touch that stuff I, I, I'm wearing it right now actually nice and it's from Charming Charlie and it's a gold bar and it comes in silver and gold and you want to get the gold one and they also have the bracelet as well the, the gold bar bracelet which I don't have yet. okay but yeah the, the necklace yeah. is it's cheap it's like $12 yeah that's one of the things you got to look out for because you know people get the clothes but if you really want to pay attention to detail you got to get those other accessories that the characters have you know like Owen, for instance, he has all kinds of different belts and, and you know, the gun. I don't know what he has. He's got all kinds of stuff. A knife holder, I think, on that, one uh, oh. belt. So there's all kinds of different things, accessories that you need to look out for. So 
Yeah, she has rings too. Rings. Oh, really? Yeah. Earrings, I think so. I don't know. But the the rings, yeah, the bracelet, I didn't touch that stuff. That's I didn't even get there yet. But um <laughs> yeah, but that that's pretty much all you need is the skirt, yeah. the shoes, the tie shirt, the tank, and then the necklace. Yeah, and one of the most important things you probably, you know, depends on the person as well, is you might need to get a wig. Yeah, see, that's hard. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do if I ever, like I said, I've never done this before, so I've never went out in public, <laughs> like, unless it's <laughs> Halloween or something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I, I, I'm I, not cutting my hair. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's, Sorry. that's a big commitment, you know? <laughs> and none of the wigs really look that good. I mean, they're either too orangey or they're too red or they're too brown. It's just a really hard color and style to match really well, I think. Yeah. You Very, know, her hair, her yeah. hair is, is like sort of part of like her her style, her look. It's kind of iconic for her. You know, she's got very, very straight hair at the beginning, and then all of a sudden it's very frizzed out towards the end out of nowhere. So I guess you've got to, I mean, you got to pick which style you're going for. Like you said before, do you want the pre or the post battle? So, I guess it's all up in the air. I did see one girl. I have to say was was really creative because she did the post battle, but she had long hair and it was curled and it was a I don't want to say an alternate reality, but it was in a sense of what if she had long hair, like that kind of thing, and it worked. It didn't yeah. look that weird because it was it made sense. And I'm thinking, I guess I'd. I'd go that route. I mean, I'll, co- I'll color my hair any color of the rainbow, but I'm not cutting it. <laughs> so maybe I'll do that. I'll just dye it and then straighten it or something. Yeah, well, not everybody's going to go ahead and, and cut their hair. So you got to do what <laughs> you can. Might. Yeah, Somebody well, that's might. Somebody might. That's true. I guess if More you're really power. committed, if you're going to uh, one of these Comic Cons and maybe participating in some sort of event, you're, you probably may you know cut your hair or at least get you know a screen-accurate type wig but um, for the the common person who's just maybe doing you know a Halloween party or dressing up as a you know a couple with you know a boyfriend or something that's that's Owen, you know they might just go as themselves you know their own hairstyle. Yeah. I have seen people get her haircut before, like specifically saying, "Look, I got my Claire haircut." Like they specifically did that. They go to the hair place and say, "Do this," and they, <laughs> they do it. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. Um, one thing I'm actually wondering is, you know, you, you, you bought all this stuff new. You've got it all nice. It's all in your closet. And like you said, you can use it for other things. Um, mm-hmm. So does that stop you from making this stuff look battle-worn? You know, because her, her outfit, since she's been running in the jungle for, for like a few hours at that point, you know, it's pretty dirty. Yeah. So you, are you going to keep it pristine or are you going to dirty it up and just kind of throw some dirt on there? I honestly do not, I don't have the heart to hurt it, because I did think about this at first, and I, as I, where I work, I, I work with carbon, and so I have easy access to dirt that'll stay, and it'll look really good, it'll look natural, so I can easily access that kind of real dirt, and I'm like, oh, I, I can't hurt it, it's too pretty, it's too white, I'm gonna hurt it, I can't, so what if yeah. I messed it up, what if I... What if I mess something up and it, I can't go back? Like you can't, you can't go back once no. you damage unless, it. So. Unless you've got more money to do to uh, spend on that stuff and you don't care. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I will open a fund for anyone who wants to donate and see me like rip the clothes to shreds and throw dirt <laughs> at them. I'll do that if someone has money, they want to buy me new ones. <laughs> but, so um. I think you you really covered it. 
Um, there's not much to it, you know, like you said, you just need to get the skirt, the shirt, and the, uh, the overshirt thing. I'm, I don't know what to call that. I'm not really, uh, the blouse. <laughs> savvy on this. A uh, blouse. Okay, there it is. Um, and if you get the accessories, you know, you're, you're basically a complete oh, package there. We forgot to mention the middle, Claire, where she ties, ties the shirt and pushes up the sleeves. Oh, there's yeah. like a mid- middle version, which I see a lot of people do that as well. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of the more, you know, fun parts of the movie when she's ready to go and she, you know, Owen's like, what is this? What, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. And I, so that's pretty popular. That's, yeah. that's a good one too. Yeah, but there I, are I've so seen a lot of people do that one, so I could see that being kind of popular. Yeah, just just don't get pockets on the shirt, people, please. Okay. That's my pet peeve. All right, so get There's the no accessories, pockets. get the right shoes, not shiny. That's right. No, no, no pockets. pockets. No pockets, please. No pockets. And, and <laughs> don't cut your hair unless you're really, um, <laughs> really aggressive <laughs> about your cosplay. You will earn my respect if that counts. <laughs> But yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining me. I know it was a pretty quick segment, but I think we covered it. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here! You just went and made a new dinosaur? So I reached out to some cosplayers on Twitter to get a little bit of advice on how to do it right this coming Halloween. Now I know there's a big difference between cosplaying and wearing a costume for Halloween, but who better to ask about taking Halloween serious than cosplayers? So this week, I have a quick write-up from Jurassic Park ACI. They reached out to us and said, Well, first of all, if we talk about Jurassic Park and Jurassic World cosplay, for the good attire, I think this. You must be a natural-born fan. From an early age, I knew everything about the world of Jurassic Park. But when Jurassic World was announced, it made my girlfriend, who always accompanies me, and I leap for joy. We followed the project's news from day one, even back to when Claire was called Beth in an early script. It all started from there, and we realized that in many ways, Naomi, my girlfriend, and a cosplayer of Claire, was equal to her. Then, since we decided that we're passionate fans of the franchise, we decided to do film-accurate cosplay. One thing that allowed me to have good attire, and I want to convey this to all, is to never stop on a first attempt. Never. You never stop improving. No one is more beautiful than anyone else. But after several attempts with the costumes, I can now say I feel really good. We have all the props, wigs, jackets, pants, skirts, shoes, But always remember that good attire is not just measured by the way you dress, but also by how you behave at the fair. You have to become your favorite character, always, and especially with children. They are our joy and help us to move forward. Once at an event, a child with her mother ran and jumped into Claire's arms. But ultimately, do more and more attempts. Never ever stop. We have a dream. And that is to create the largest group in the world of Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Do not do it because it is fashionable, but because it is a lifestyle to be followed at all times and to make others feel better. 
This is our advice. From Emmanuel and Naomi, the presidents of the group Jurassic Park ACI. Thanks so much, Emmanuel and Naomi. You guys are definitely helping to shape the Jurassic Park cosplay community. And we look forward to seeing more of your stuff. I suggest that everybody takes their advice here uh, because it doesn't matter who you are or what you look like. As long as you're confident and you never give up, that's all that matters. Make sure to go check out their stuff over on Twitter and give them a follow. At ACI Jurassic. Thanks for listening to the 21st episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I want to thank Jordan from ScienceFiction.com for letting us play his interview here on the podcast. And to Jennifer for coming back and chatting with me. Of course I need to thank Jurassic Park ACI for their advice to anyone considering cosplay out there. I really think they helped instill some confidence for anybody attending a Comic Con or just a Halloween party. If you want to find us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. But we're also on Instagram, Tumblr, and Flickr. Now the most important thing here is you can listen to us via iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Podomatic, and YouTube. So make sure to subscribe. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. All the links to our web presence are in the show notes. Now here we go. I know I ask you guys every week, but if you haven't already, please do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star review on iTunes. It will seriously help us build our rankings and make it so much easier for fans like you to find us. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, pictures, top tens, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it on an upcoming episode. Now, if you don't have any way to record, you can give our voicemail a call and leave us a message. The number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Drop what you're doing and leave now.